Good evening. This is episode 43 of Stick to Sports. Forgot to number it last week, which it's a disastrous, disastrous occurrence. I'm Sean Gentile from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Hey, I'm Ryan Lambert from hell. You are from hell. You know what else is from hell? The Johnny Depp movie. <laughs> yes. Thanks. Also, also every other Johnny Depp movie. <laughs> yeah, he's insanely bad. Um, here's what, a serious question. Like, what? what? What's the last Johnny Depp movie you can sincerely say that you enjoyed? Enjoyed. Ooh. Um, well, I guess he was in 21 Jump Street, and that was, like, such a fun thing. <laughs> that doesn't count. I, look, I don't disagree with you. Uh, honestly, maybe the first Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm not sure that I ever saw that. It's good. Like, ones that I sincerely enjoyed. That's that's a great question. It's a great question. It might have been Blow. Yeah. Ed Wood's really good. Like, that's a straight-up movie oh, I, I love. Oh, yeah, but that's, I mean... But, but that's, you know what? that's how long ago we have to go back to find a Johnny Depp movie where I'm like, un- unabashedly, I can say I love that movie. It was only five years between Ed, or, I take that back, seven years between uh, Ed Wood and Blow. That doesn't sound then, wrong to me. We're, yeah. we're talking like 95 to 02? 94, ni- 94 to 01. Yeah, sounds about right. Oh man, there there's some real some real junk in here. Oh yeah, uh, I remember I saw that movie Secret Window. You remember that that piece of shit? Oh yeah, it was like it was when there were two simultaneous ripoffs of Secret Window, and one starred him and one starred Shia LaBeouf. No, Secret Window was like a Fight Club kind of a thing where he was oh. investigating a murder, and it turned out he was the murderer. And definitely it, just assumed. Definitely just assumed it was like Rear Window. Yeah, no, you were wrong about that. Um, yeah, I, I remember like you know what it, sucked was Black Mass. Oh, terrible! Didn't like it didn't like it at all. No, unbelievably bad. Anyways, stick to sports. Um, oh, the other thing I was going to say is from hell. By the way, is I was in Starbucks earlier today, and this girl was just waiting there she had ordered her drink and uh she had a poodle with her one of those big poodles you know and it's a giant yeah they're huge they're like the size of horses right almost that big yeah this was one of the smaller ones it was only the size of a pony um (laughs) but yeah she's just standing there the dog is sitting very nicely not doing anything and this, like, this is in downtown Boston, so a lot of, like, banker asshole types come into this Starbucks. Like you. Yeah, that's right. Um, and this this guy, uh, he's wearing, you know, like, charcoal suit and, like, the pink shirt with the white collar. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Oh, yeah. Banker's and, collars. Yeah. And this fucking guy sc- literally screams at this girl, like, you can't <laughs> have a dog in here show some respect and everybody's just looking at him and like he keeps going and finally one guy goes hey buddy shut the fuck up <laughs> and everybody in the store is just like yeah shut up and he what? left it was awesome like, what would lead someone to behave that way i don't know I, it's like a mix of just asshole entitlement 
and also some sort of traumatic experience with a dog. Yeah, he hated this dog. Uh, like that was literally even, yeah. sit like sitting down, not moving, not doing anything. And this guy's just like literally screamed at some girl. It was insane. But the fact mm-hmm. that the entire restaurant or not restaurant, but you know what I mean. The entire cafe told this guy in no uncertain terms to go fuck himself was very good. It's been a good day. Yeah, I. but I, yeah, like you said, I, everybody was just talking like, what's that guy's what deal? What happened? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's a good day for both of us. I'm personally very excited about the Matt Duchesne for Olimata rumors. That was great. I That's really needed really needed something to do today. Is that a real rumor? Friedman reported it, man. Friedman reported it? Oh my <laughs> god. It's very real. Imagine if Colorado did that. It, like, oh my god. It's not hard. No, it's not hard, but like, it, how quickly everybody would just be like, well, this is a terrible thing that just happened. It depends on what the deal was. Because people are insane. I, that's something that we're reminded of hourly, if not, <laughs> yeah. not by the minute. Can you but... do me a favor and back off your mic a little bit? Yeah. Thanks. I'm sorry. For, if I sound like shit, I'm really sorry. I tried to rec- I'm trying to do this in the post because that's like podcast room and it's a microphone set up and I'm uh, very suspicious of. It, but, it um, sounds fine now, but you were just getting a little too close. It's because I was kissing the microphone. Mm-hmm. Just very nicely and stroking the side of it. <laughs> Just like, hello. Like it's a like it's a dear, dear dog friend. I, I said this before we started recording, but I really want to Google this microphone, and I, I hope it costs like $1,000. And it sounds just as shitty as the $20 USB joint that I've rigged up to my laptop. Yep, um, that's, that's certainly what I'm, what I'm dealing with. But back to the Duchesne Mata stuff. Um... I don't know, man. I think it depends on the deal. I think because we we've talked about this just you and I, I think in the past. It's prospect arrangement syndrome. Like people are, people are in love with with uh, with prospects across sports to yeah. the point where people think they're making sound arguments against trading for Matt Duchesne in general. But also, if you're the Pittsburgh Penguins, when you're the defending champions, a and B, you need to address your third your third line center badly. Yeah. And the alternative right now is overpaying Nick Benino, and that is the best alternative. Because, uh, like, other than I because mean, God only knows what what the rest of the trade market would look like when you're not dealing with the Avalanche. And Nick Benino, uh, mediocre as he is, is probably uh, not probably certainly the third best center on the free agent market. So they have a hole that they have to fill. It seems like the most obvious possible way to get it done with Mata, maybe, you know, do Daniel Sprong if you have to, then throw in something else. Mm-hmm. There's people out there that are ma- that think they're making cogent points uh, by saying that, that the team should, that a team that has won two consecutive Stanley Cups with uh, Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin, you know, on the tail end of their prime, Mm-hmm. Should, should conceivably not trade for Matt Duchesne under the best-case scenario that Daniel Sprong turns into something like Matt Duchesne. It's bananas. Five years down the road. 
it's it's right. out of control. And people, and, it, and a lot of it is based on Sprong's numbers this past year in the queue. He's overage, and it's the queue. Right. I never trust anything to do with the queue. Uh, it's just it's just bananas to me, and it's something it's something I see a lot. I think a lot of it has to do with the Pittsburgh Pirates because you know people just don't people just can't think rationally about them at this point because that that's such a ridiculous situation. But it's definitely across sports, and I don't know why it happens. Because the point of it all, and we can talk about process as much as we want, the point of it all is to win games, is, is, to, win, is to win titles. And to sit there and, and try to argue against trading for Matthew Shane in any case, let alone one when he fills a need, is just bananas. Yeah, and, and you know, I think, too, it's... It's really a thing of, and uh, we're, this this comes this comes up for me today because uh, Calgary just signed a kid out of a uh, Union College named Spencer Fu, who like now and everybody's like, oh, he's gonna be amazing. He's gonna spend fifteen games in the NHL this season, at the most. I, like that even still makes a little bit of sense for people to be that excited about him with the Flames because they're they didn't just win consecutive Stanley Cups like oh like, no yeah i mean it, it's definitely a thing to to your point about like every team's fans overrates every one of those teams prospects and it's not um, just prospects either it's players it's well, it's, it's, a, it's, it's players a function under of a certain age for sure it's a, yes and it's a function of success too where oh yeah you just automatically assume that because a player fills a role on a team that's good on a team that's good that they're not that it's not possible to upgrade on them yeah absolutely. And, and, and we're seeing that with Nick Benino now because part of the logic is a we don't want to give up sprung is what these people are saying and then the other thing is like well what why don't we just bring back Benino because because they succeeded with them as if you know Nick Benino who's a 0.46 per point per game player and was a drag on possession the entire season is like some, you know, untouchable, untouchable right. piece, I mean, and like, like, like an ideal third line center on a, on a contending team, and he's not. It's not. It's one of the. It's not just fans who are. Um, no. It, it's general managers. It's coaches. Like they they fall in love with these guys, and you know it's to their obvious detriment. How many how many times did that happen in Los Angeles or Boston? Or even Chicago when they won their Stanley Cups, like to avoid that, or to you know maximize the value of an Olimata coming out of winning two straight Stanley Cups with him, uh, or you know whoever you you know you gotta you gotta take advantage of the fact that other teams are gonna look and say, well, we can get you know this guy from a championship pedigree, blah blah blah. And you can go, yeah, uh, give us Matt Duchesne for our fourth right. best defenseman. Right. And, and, th and to, those teams will go, okay. Yeah. And to think that Olimata at $4 million a year moving forward is anything other than overpaid is to, A, not have watched the games with any sort of critical eye, and B, to have ignored numbers as well. Like, he's he's young. I'll say that much about Mata. And he had a really good first year or two. But... Man, that the skating is going to be a problem, and it's and it's very plain to see. 
and it's not really something that guys improve on all that much no. when as as they get older. So you're really banking on on that dude uh, making an uncommon improvement to justify the contract that they that, that they gave him. So and I'll, I'll say this about about Jim Rutherford too. Um, I, he's certainly not a perfect general manager, but the one thing that I that I would definitely trust him not to do is to overpay, like drastically overpay a guy like Benino or bring back Ron Hainsey just because, like he well, seems he like... Well, bring back Ron Hainsey. <laughs> yeah, right. A hockey genius. Uh, a hockey genius, just ask him, as we said. And me. Uh, and <laughs> you should, I, there should be, they should sign you in, instead of Hainsey. Um, I would only be slightly worse. <laughs> and only slightly more scornful to anybody who ever speaks to you. But much cheaper. Much <laughs> cheaper. Significantly so. Uh, but what, was, what was I saying? Yeah, I, I, I also, you know, GMs fall in love with their own players, absolutely. But I I have a feeling that's, that that's not going to happen here. Like, like, Rutherford has a sense that all these dudes are going to get overpaid. Right, and he's absolutely right. I mean, it's a horrible free agent class, too. So the idea that you're going to, like, get a lot of help from just about anybody, like, the guy who's going to make the most money this year is Kevin Shattenkirk, and I think he's good. But then the guy after him is fucking Carl Alsner, who's bad. I'm telling you, man, it's a really bad year to have to fill a hole. Yeah. Uh, at, at, I mean, it... Look, free agency is a sucker's bet. We all know that, but right. it's a particularly bad year if you're looking for a third line center because yeah. there aren't there aren't any. So they're not between a rock and a hard place yet, but they're going to have to make some tough decisions uh, in any case. And maybe well, that's maybe that decision is you know, well, we got to overpay Nick Benino because we need we need somebody to to fill that role. And then the other flip flip side is, you know, we try to poach Matt Duchesne from the worst team in the league. Here's here's what I'll say, though. And I wrote this. It'll be published tomorrow. Joe Thornton, baby. Let's go. It's not going to happen. But it should, Sean. It should, of course it should. I want it, it to. <laughs> I, dude, I badly want it to happen for plenty of personal reasons. But it won't. Not going to happen. And... That's that's another like underrated part of the whole Duchesne thing is that if they did that, it would finally put a nail in the coffin because ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, which is a bummer. Which is a bummer because everyone, everyone who isn't you know a fan of a direct of a metropolitan division team should want to see Joe Thornton on the Penguins because it'd be hilarious. Yeah. But nope. But has he considered that? He should. I I wish he would consider that I personally want him to. Yeah, that's that's mainly <laughs> what I mean. Like, well, right. it, first of all, you know, Joe Thornton at thirty seven years old only scored seven goals, but still had fifty points this year. He's Joe Thornton. Yeah. So, like, the idea that Joe Thornton getting third line minutes behind Malkin and Crosby. It is. And, and it getting, is tantalizing. <laughs> and getting second pairing power play. Like, first of all, the Penguins' power play would run at 38% all year. <laughs> they'd, find a way, they'd find a way to hang down in the low 20s. Well, they always do. Yeah, but you see, like, 
just the idea of well, Malkin and Crosby went off. Okay, well, maybe the you know second best passer in the history of the sport yeah, is coming over the boards now. Right, right. Ah, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It's I wish it would happen, but it won't. So what else is going on? Oh, uh, well, I just watched, uh, like, last night I watched the season finales of both Veep and Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. and they were both very good to me. What is your overall grade on Silicon Valley season four? I know everybody hates it. No. Well now, well, now it's, like, cool to be, like, actually Silicon Valley was not good this year. Because they, did, they like, kind of leaned into the entourage thing a little bit. Um, but I thought it was a really good season. And I think that the whole entourage thing was, like, an intentional parody of the entourage thing. That's, that's possible, but... Look, my overall stance on it is I think this was the funniest season yet. Uh, Zach Woods. The <laughs> best. Can he, can he get, how many Emmys could he possibly get? I think. Probably get, just like, the one, but he he should get. Here's he the, best, yeah. Best actress? I don't know. Just, just spitballing. Um, yeah, he's, he is hilarious. And, but aside from that, just joke wise, it was great. I love like here's a great example was from was from the finale, uh, Gilfoyle and Cat Eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's that served no purpose other than the fact that it was funny. It was a so that like it was a sight gag for was, two yep, scenes. Yep, and it was it did not service the plot. It did not need to because it was funny enough just to stand alone. So from that end of things, you know, season was a total success, but. And I, I can't, I can't handle them, them just resetting, them getting into jams and working their way out of the, out of them every episode. Like it's I just, said, I think, I think, the re- the reason that I think it was like a parody of that kind of storytelling, because while Entourage certainly popularized it, there are a lot of shows now that do that shit every week, and I think the reason that I, I feel comfortable saying they were doing it on purpose as like a joke is how absurd all the outs were. Yeah. Like, they were increasingly ridiculous and stupid. Right. Like, intellectually, I understand that, but uh, on a more... <laughs> I don't want to see it anymore. Like, I've, well, I've had enough. I was, the, I was the hoping... Like, just, look, from a, strict, from a strict arc, like, plot service standpoint, I was hoping that the last episode would lit, would actually... Like, they wouldn't recover from it. They and all that go they would to spend jail. Yeah, right. Or just, or just have to start from scratch with something next year. Right. But like, do I care about it that much? No. No. I'll watch see, that show that's forever because like, because it's because it's hilarious. I saw a bunch of people complaining that both uh, Silicon Valley and Veep basically reset their premises for their fifth seasons or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, where Veep is now, she's gonna go campaign again. And everybody's like, well, we already saw them do that. And it's like, I, like, it could just be them. It's really not, yeah, it's really, it's it's really not that big of a deal. Like, I I don't want, I I don't watch these shows for. It's a joke delivery (coughs) service. It's not, like, I'm not watching it to be like, ooh, the the plot of this episode is really intriguing. I'm watching it because I want to see everybody call Jonah, like, a tall creep. (laughs) Right. 
Right. I, so, and that's fine. But just you know, if we if we're thinking about it a little bit critically, and you know, my platonic ideal of a Silicon Valley season four, like some of the arcs would have been different. But like, do I really care? Not really. And also, like when I when I was talking talking about it on Monday or whenever whenever I got around to watching the finale, uh, I I hate the entourage comparison. I really do. Like I, I get I get why people say it, but like to compare it to Entourage ignores the biggest part of Silicon Valley, which is the jokes. And Entourage may as well not have even tried by the end of that. It wasn't a funny show. No, yeah. Of course it wasn't. Everybody I, I think you watched, you watched it though. Oh, every ep- every rotten episode. Mm. We've talked about this before. I I, I pretty much bailed on it after uh, Queens Boulevard for the most part. Yeah, well, he was Queens Boulevard. So I've heard. So, man, I'm I'm worried about T.J. Miller leaving Silicon Valley. I'm worried about T.J. Miller only (laughs) in terms of how bad his special was. I'm like afraid to watch it. It was horrendous. The I can't believe the, someone paid him for that. The commercial that they show for it with him, you know, he's like spraying water on himself. I'm like, mm, no, I'm skipping that. Yeah, because because he he, he's call. a he's a on like seriously, he's a comic actor at this point, and I think that that's like sort of, I mean, in that insane interview he did with you know, Vanity or Hollywood Reporter. I think. Yeah, it was Hollywood um, Reporter. I know, like it was all over the place and kind of amazing to read, but like, he, he, I don't think he's come to adequate terms with that. That he's better as a comedic actor than he is as a stand-up. Absolutely. Uh, but man, we got cheated out of. <laughs> he said that he said that their plan for for season five was just have him do three episodes or five episodes with Chin Yang, and just have it be like a Silk Road. <laughs> Like uh, you know, this, like their adventures in in uh, in, in Tibet, the, the dark web. Yeah. Oh my God, we 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 were robbed of that because I, I, I was I was totally on board with what he was saying initially, which was like that you know that they I thought it I thought it was hilarious that they couldn't that he was as vestigial as he was and that they couldn't really find a way to work him into the plot. Like that was great, right? So. Uh, you know, even though it was on some level, it was maybe time for him to exit. Oh, dude, I if, if that was their idea, and if that's what we what we missed, then then we missed out on them finding the perfect way to use him. You know, in, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, I, the thing I was going to say earlier is you, you're praising Zach Woods, and rightly so. But Jin Yang, like they, unbelievably funny. Like it, it doesn't have a right to be as funny as it is. No. Um, there was there was something I can't remember. It was like it came up in my Facebook feed as like a suggested video, and it was like uh, just here's four minutes of Jin Yang, yep. interactions, yeah. and it like when he's making the 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 prank calls to to, <laughs> he's like, "This is your mother. I never loved you." <laughs> The oh other my really good, god! Oh, the other really good part is like how they established real early on in the series that Jin Yang only smokes when he's to, for special occasions, 
and when he gets out of the when he gets out of the Aviato uh, SUV to drop off Ehrlich at the at the airport, he's smoking a cigarette. That's amazing. So, I in in TJ Miller also said, by the way, it didn't sound like he really apologized to anybody except except the dude who plays Jin Yang. <laughs> he, said he, did, he said he called him. I was like, sorry, sorry, man, because he because that guy really got screwed. Yeah. TJ Miller, TJ Miller can go do his silly bullshit, like whatever form that it, that ends up taking, and still still enjoy himself. But man, uh, Jin Yang got got robbed. Yeah, I, I mean it, it's it's a great show. Um, it'll still be great, but I can't. Let, let, the, this is the other thing I want to say about the whole entourage thing, and then we can stop talking about it. You know what else? What else that Mike Judge did had a kind of an entourage ending. Office space. Yeah. The building burned down. So, <laughs> so yeah. like he got out of it without any consequences. I don't want consequences. I just don't want to see the, the same plot structure over and over yeah. again. Like I like I if those guys whether those guys succeed or fail or anywhere in between truly doesn't matter to me because I have no like there's no uh it's like you said, it's a joke delivery system. Like I, I don't, I don't care on a personal level what happens to those characters. So right. whatever, whatever happens to them is, is going to be funny. I just would rather the, I would rather the vehicle be a, a little bit, a little bit different. But whatever, that's, you know, that's that that show's so funny and has been so consistently funny that that's just nitpicking at this point. I think. Mm-hmm. It's it's nitpicking like like uh, complaining about the Penguins trading for Ryan Reeves. Well, okay. There we go. I gotcha. Do you want Do you want to get back to uh, prospect arrangement syndrome? Because the only thing I'll say about the Ryan Reeves trade is Ryan Reeves sucks, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But like, what they gave up to get him, who cares? Like, it's the idea right. of getting him, as opposed to, uh, like that they gave up the number thirty one pick. Like, yeah, think- it's better to have it than not have it. So what they 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 gave up Oscar Sanquist, who they clearly soured on, and rightfully so. He did yeah. nearly nothing. Didn't do no- anything. Twenty twenty three years old. He's half point a game in the AHL or whatever it is. He's, you know, he's a call up. Uh, and at then best, they move yeah. at best, and they move down twenty points. There are twenty points, twenty picks in the draft. So like whatever. Ryan Reeves, you know, I I think he could be better than like Tom Kuhnhockel potentially, or or at least or at least about the same. About the and same if, sounds right and, to me. And if and if he's, you know, I think and then I think you're you're in the range where you can say Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin like kind of signed off and wanted it to happen. Sure. You can say that and have it be true, and also get away with it. Like it wasn't an egregious. Like you can't use that to justify much, but you're at least within shouting distance of 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 it being you know, a viable factor. Yeah. But yeah, that that's what I think is people, people shouldn't be mad about giving away the pick. They should be mad about acquiring the player. That's all. Um, and, and, and like I, and like I said, I, I don't think he's quite, he can play just enough where people shouldn't lose their shit over it either. Yeah. It, it's the giving up. Like you can get a player like that pretty much mm-hmm. anywhere, like in yep. free agency for fairly cheap. Um, so it's the giving up an asset for a guy you could get for literally the cost of his contract. 
That's yeah. that's the only that's the only like thing that I I didn't understand about it. But uh, and and rolled up with all of this is the tacit kind of understanding on both our parts that um, that determine isn't real and none of that none of that has. Yeah, any of course. So of course. It, so just talking about Reeves, you know, he's just not as, that good of a hockey as a player, player and as a cost. Yeah, it's, it's a, it was a little much to pay for a guy who's not really any good. But whatever. It was just it's just a factor because it involved the Penguins, and you know, if they would have traded the first pick of the second round instead of the last of the first, people wouldn't have cared all that much. But man, it's been it's still going here, man. I, I thought it would have stopped by now, but it hasn't. Wait, really? It's wow. Okay. Yeah, it's the off season, dude. It's June twenty seventh. People, are I know what day it is. Week. God damn it! I only know that because I'm looking at a computer screen that has the date on it. Mm-hmm. I only know that because Baby Driver comes out tomorrow. Oh, yes. So hype, baby. Comes out tomorrow? The 28th, yeah. Comes out on a Wednesday? A Wednesday release. That's cool. I, I honestly didn't know that. I thought it was this Friday. Yeah, you were wrong. Sorry. Apology accepted. What was the last movie? What's the last couple movies you've seen? Uh, great question. Let me think about this for a second. Uh, but but uh, I saw. The, I think the most the two most recent movies I saw were both horrible. Uh, Rough Night and the most recent Pirates of the Caribbean. Jesus. That's right. I, I I'm not proud. No, you uh, shouldn't be. Those are bad. Yeah, it was it was one of those things where it was like 96 degrees out, and. I, yeah. Right. I was just like, I'm... I gotta get out of the goddamn house. And those were the only two movies I hadn't seen yet. And like Rough Night, I had a vague interest because I like some of the people in that. Uh, but it was unwatchable. It was not you, funny. You could feel you could feel the bad reviews coming for that, but it was still sort of disappointing that people disliked it as much as they did because it it, it should have been good. I like Jillian Bell so much. I think she is a treasure. Uh, very funny. But yeah, so I saw those two movies. They're both don't see them. Oh, I like I like I like every actress in you know in the in the main part of the cast for sure. There's nobody in there that I don't think is talented and great, right? Um, yeah, I guess so. I'm trying to think. Uh, mm, do I really really care about the girl from Broad City? I'm gonna say I don't. I think Broad City is really fun. The first season of Broad City is great. Yeah, sure. It's I, I think it's good, but I I'm not I'm not like the world's biggest fan like everybody else seems to be. Um, I don't know. I think it's fine, and it it, it kind of goes into the whole um, like bridesmaids type of a thing where it's like, oh, we're seeing girls act like boys in a TV show. This is so crazy. I don't think that's why I like it. No, but th- I feel like that's why a lot of people like it. I don't... I'm also not a big fan of, like, weed humor. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, we get yeah. it. Marijuana. Yeah. It's all... Cool. So, yeah. Not, not a fan. I am excited about Baby Driver. And then... Uh, and, you know, it's funny. I keep saying it baby driver like it's a person who drives around babies but i think you should probably stress baby driver and not baby driver <laughs> i didn't even realize you were doing that i didn't do it on purpose yeah baby driver yeah like like babysitter yeah 
That's right. Babysitter. Yeah, that's a, a person, ba- a, baby, is a, is a baby who is sitting. Which is a baby who sits. Yes. <laughs> but if you say baby, baby driver also sounds like a professional wrestling move. <laughs> yeah, you give a pile driver to a baby. Who hasn't? Yeah. Well, like, if your gimmick is that you're, like, caring for a child somehow. Well, like, did you see that thing on Deadspin about the, uh... Yes. Oh, my God, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's great because you just pick somebody who's so hateable by so many different people. Yes. Everybody hates that guy. For one reason or another. Yeah. Um, The best was, there was a video, I think, it wasn't Deadspin had it, somebody else had a video of him, like... It like giving a speech in the ring and everybody's chanting like Bernie would have won at him and he's like, Hey, I like Bernie for Secretary of the Interior. <laughs> it was amazing. The, the 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 Trump the Trump wrestler guy's from he's from here, I think. Oh really? Yeah, the the dude is <laughs> the dude who's playing that character in Mexico or whatever. There there needs to be a fight between those two. Absolutely. Absolutely. Root for, root for death. Have it on the new, uh, or have it on the next uh, New Japan pay-per-view. It can go right before Kenny Omega. Right, folks? We all watch professional wrestling. Jesus. Um, we do, We need to talk about also the fact that you did not put up uh, the results of the, of, the, of the ice cream topping draft. Yeah, well, so, all right, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Let's do the overrated, underrated first, okay. and then we'll talk about draft-related issues. Overrated, underrated this week. Uh, we're going to do games from The Price is Right, suggested by a person. I don't remember who it is. <laughs> it's Dave, wasn't it? Yeah, I was pretending like I didn't remember. Oh, who it was to, I don't know. To, uh, to freeze him out. Whatever. Yeah. So, overrated. Overrated. Go, Sean. Plinko. Wrong. Properly rated as the best one. That's not true. It absolutely it because you can't you can't uh, replicate that kind of excitement for any other game. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so good. It doesn't require any skill. I don't disagree with you, but uh, yeah, that one that one's not great. Uh, the the one um, the one that I don't that I think is overrated, Sean. The golfing one, the mini golf one. Yeah. I, do people like that game that much, though? I feel like that's a that's a pretty well regarded one. Yeah. Hmm. If you say so. All right. I gotta man. I, this this whole like working in an office thing has really put a really put a crimp in my in my prices right watching habits. Oh sure. Yeah, why? You don't get to do that at all, and you could. That's the thing that's fucked up. You could just stay home, but you're like, no, I want to go into the office and not watch The Price Is Right. Real idiot move, in my opinion. Yeah, I've gotta gotta fix that honestly. I'm saying underrated. Oh, me uh, or you? I'll go. I really don't care. Okay. Clock game. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. 
it's that's another one like the simplicity is so so great with it yep but i I think about clock game a lot uh in my day-to-day life like anytime i'm guessing the number on anything how often are you guessing a number once a day okay at 12 o'clock noon (laughs) we have guess a number in the in the Fils gazette office hmm i can see where that would be so so fun I, I think I think I should probably do this actually. <laughs> I should in, I should institute it. All right. Um, I'm gonna say the one where you punch out the like bee. It's the beehive one. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know what it's called. Uh, punch a bunch. Yeah, that one's so good. Wait for money, right? Yeah. I think that's properly rated. Okay. All right. Oh. Snow Plinko. Mm. Uh, my favorite Price is Right game is, of course, Cliffhangers. Same. I can't. I can't lie. I, I knew. I knew, I think we've talked about this. We definitely. I, have. I. I can't. Like, I would love to fake it <laughs> and have some sort of conflict or have different different answers, but uh, I. I can't. I it's can't do that. It's the perfect game. The singing. Oh. The yodeling? Yeah, uh, so when I saw Price is Right live, I, I don't know if you remember when I went mm-hmm. to that, uh, the guy almost nailed it. Like, he was within, like, $5 of the overall thing. So I didn't get to hear that song at all, and I left disappointed. Uh, I think the reason it's so funny is because it, like, works in... Is because the repetition of the singing. Oh yeah, it's like it, it's like a little mini version of sideshow Bob stepping on rakes, where it's like it's <laughs> funny, and then it and then it stops being funny, and then it goes on so long that it's that it's funny again. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is just us like overanalyzing prices right games. Again, I would say properly devoting time to analyzing prices right games. Uh. All right, what's your least favorite? What's the one where it's like in a... Gro- oh, it's I think it's just called In the Bag or something like that. Mm-hmm. Where you're just pulling grocery items, grocery store items out of a grocery bag. That's stupid. Similarly, uh, now or... The one where you have to... I think it's called Now or Then where you have to pick... The price of of a, of a of an item, you see a price and you guess whether it's then whether it's you know in 2017 or you know right yeah 2003 that, or something right yeah I, I, it's it's really it's easy and I and I don't know why people ever lose it it's it's easy and stupid and and uh, and boring and I hate it yeah no you should it's it's very boring um like you. Whoa! Whoa! I mean, that's true, but like, caught me off guard. I'm, I'm still, I'm still pissed about the ice cream situation. Well, you're the one who suggested the ice cream situation, and yeah, okay. That is, that is the name of my new band, by the way. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Uh, easily, our most hated draft of all time. Not even close. Everybody was like... Lots of, peop- lots of people said we both lost. We both <laughs> fucked up really bad. <laughs> I, 
I all right. I'll. I agree. You I, I still, up. I still think I, you know, that's what I was about to say. One of us definitely did. And it was you. That is the most sincerely that I believe that that you that I crushed you in a draft ever. Well, I, I would say this: the the people, uh, without having you know posted a poll, but just the general sense from the uh, from the at replies uh, yeah. was a marginal win for you. But again, I think that this is a thing of the, everybody was so mad at both of us that it didn't. <laughs> so, like, like what would a, what would an ideal like? What should we have done? Like, I needed more crush stuff, and you needed less crush stuff. Yeah, I think that's probably it. I, th- I think we were both too in our lanes there. <laughs> you picking? Oh God! What? You picked hot sauce and caramel sauce. Go fuck. They're different things. Yeah, no shit, they are. Both of them. Well, caramel sauce in particular. I'm gonna just give that a hard pass. But because you don't like caramel, it's fine. I think it's very overrated. You you picked a bunch of crushed up shit that doesn't taste like anything, and I and I picked a bunch of sloppy stuff that will that will create an untenable situation all right, do, do you want to let, let's let me put it this way my all my, all my stuff here all my stuff tastes great but doesn't necessarily belong on an ice cream cone i'll give you that but your shit doesn't taste like anything or or actively bad here's what i here's what i would say i was going for like if i had to put five things on one ice cream that like those are the five i would choose yeah, because everyone would put gummy bears and chocolate sprinkles on an ice cream cone. This is this That's is right, bullshit. Baby. This is this is recidivist, just nonsense from you. <laughs> okay, well let's not lit- litigate this further because now we're just Gum- getting people mad again. Gummy bears. Fuck off. They're good. The little one, the very little ones. Again, it's a what? texture thing. Ugh. Um. Okay. Questions. Questions. Oh, no. Draft first, right. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, okay, draft this week in honor of a uh, little holiday coming up called Independence Day or Canada Day if you're from a bad country. I call it ID4. Mm-hmm, that's smart. That's how you remember what day <laughs> it is. Um, we're doing cookout foods, baby. Oh, are, yeah. we doing, are, are these side dishes or, or? Oh, you can put in side. I, I have or, I or entrees. I certainly have a few side dishes on the list of ten I came up with. Okay, so but you you mainly focused on mainly, yeah. Okay. Who gets who goes first? Uh, I I think I did because you won marginally, and I'm gonna pick classic American shit, the hot dog. See, this is no, this is you saying that you got the first pick because you wanted to take a hot dog. First of all, I, I thought for sure you would go burger. But second of all... That's I, complete bullshit. I really think that you had uh, the the better of the results. Okay, that's fine. With my first pick, I choose pizza. Oh, what? <laughs> that can't be real. <laughs> Get out of here. Pizza. <laughs> With my first pick uh, for cookout, hot dog, uh, hot dog pizza. My first pick for cookouts is uh, 
is steak tartare. <laughs> fuck out of here with your pizza. Uh, yeah, I'll, all right, I'll go, I'll go burgers. Yeah, that's the classic shit, man. Those are the two big ones, and now, now it really gets interesting, in my opinion. I'm gonna say, ooh, this is tough. I'm gonna say pulled pork sandwiches. Hmm, pulled pork sandwiches. That's right. Can't really argue with that. I mean, okay, this is this is gonna be tough because we don't have too many rules on on this. Well, for like, my it, for like, my second pick, I take pizza. No, that's not a cookout food. Hoagies, all of them. Okay, subs. <laughs> uh, subs, no. not dubs, baby. Um, ribs. I choose ribs. Yep, that's one I had, and I think it extremely counts. Um, I okay. Here's my question: Like, you pick. Like, do you just get all pork? Is is that where we're going here? Like, no, because you just said ribs. I said pulled pork. Yeah. Okay. And okay. next up, I'm picking chicken wings. I don't, I don't think of that as a cookout food. Really? Not really. All right. I won't pick chicken wings then. Uh, well, this is a cookout food certainly in New England. Uh, I don't know about the rest of the country. But Wait, where, where are your okay? Let, let's we're not doing any more shit you put on the grill because otherwise it's just gonna be let's let's go sides and desserts and stuff now. Okay. Uh, right? Or is that or is that is that a bad idea? I mean, I don't. I wouldn't legislate that. Uh, my my next pick wasn't wasn't going to be. It's a podcast draft, Ryan. You can't legislate anything. Yeah, but I definitely was going fourth overall. I for me, I was gonna pick. Uh, I was going to pick a side. Pick it. Pick it now? All right. Corn on the cob. How do you eat corn on the cob? Like, what direction do you eat it in? Uh, I put the whole thing in my mouth and then pull it out <laughs> like a cartoon cat eating a fish. <laughs> and there's a skeleton at the end of it. I don't understand this fucking question at all. I put mine in a in a blender and then drink it that's right no it's like do you do you go do you go horizontally or vertically do you go do you eat it oh. like, a, like, a, like a typewriter or do you eat it vertically i think i'd probably mix it up quite honestly i don't i don't think that i uh that is the mark of a psychopath <laughs> that's like some that's like that's like saying that you print in like uppercase and lowercase letters like no well, you're a serial killer uh, here, here's what I think I would say now that I think about it. At the, at the like top of it, the, the narrower part, I'd probably go around and then vertical or uh, horizontal on the, uh, on the when it gets wider. Sounds complicated to me. I, I don't think about it. I guess is what I would say. It's muscle memory. Mm -hmm. That's right. I'm gonna lose this one. Son of a bitch. Uh, too bad. I hate to hear that. Don't worry, Sean. You have to keep in mind, people like you a lot more than they like you. That's gonna <laughs> that's get you a, that's gonna oh, get you a lot of uh, a lot of votes here. Uh, so was that your third pick? It was. This is not a good draft. 
Potato salad. Oh yeah, you're fucking this up badly now. I know, I know. Horrendous I, potato I salad. Like, I don't even like potato salads. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to say this. This is another classic cookout food. I can't believe it got ignored. Steak kebabs. Smart. We said no meat, dude. We're done on meat. I I did not assent to this. Well, I did. Fuck. All right. Fine. I'll pull it out of there. Um. Wordermelon. <laughs> that's, that's not like a real fart. You wish. Uh, I'm picking wordermelons now. Ed wordermelons. Yeah, that's right. Huh. I like watermelon. It's a. And I would only ever eat it at a cookout. It, it wouldn't even occur to me to eat it some other way or some other place. I'm not a big fan of fruit. I got a good one here. Oh boy. Dirt. <laughs> Oreo dirt. Wait, what? The it, fuck is Oreo never, dirt? It's like like crushed up, crushed up Oreos and like whipped cream and stuff. Oh, I've never, I've never oh heard of Oh my god, this. it's so good. I think, I'm, I think I'm gonna be back on track here, boy. I'm gonna put Oreo dirt, and I hope most people are like me, and they're like, what the fuck is he talking about? I'm sure there's some other, like, name for it. But, it, you know what, I'm, I'm fine with my draft because, because of that. Like, that's... You, you invented a thing that I've literally never heard of. And uh, this, is, this is definitely good because you are incorrect here. This is a, this that is a I haven't heard of it. Yeah, I, like you're like no. I'm not. I'm not saying. Heard of it, but this is not some like some like esoteric like weird thing either. It's a pretty well known, pretty well known treat. Okay. Uh, I don't. I'm. I don't think of myself as a big uh, dessert guy at a cookout in general. Yeah. I would say it's because you're a loser. Wow. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. Uh, Not a big dessert. What is wrong with you? I I just... Here's the, here's what I would say. I want to eat a bunch of, like, meat and uh, starches, I guess, until my stomach feels like it's going to explode, and then that's it. And then you shove some crushed up Oreo and, and, you know, pudding and whipped cream in your face, and you're back on track. Uh, your right. pick. Uh, coleslaw. Yuck! Wrong. Coleslaw is so fucking good, dude. Terrible. And divisive. I think you're gonna lose this one. I don't know, fucking potato salad boy over here. It's not great, but people don't hate potato salad. They should. It's disgusting. This is the, uh, I believe this is the Boston Market gr uh, green beans of, of the draft here for you, bud. I don't think that's true. I think there are a lot of coleslaw enthusiasts out there, and I think I'm going to be uh, vindicated. Yeah, you're right. There's nothing that, that can compare with that. Fuck. That's, that is on the Mount Rushmore of off. That, that, that is, it's just a, it's a one-item Mount Rushmore. There's no second, third, the or fourth. The amount, the amount it continues to come up in my life is <laughs> really upsetting to me. It was. I went to my friend Bobby's wedding in the fall, and and, it, and he brought it up there. Well, Bobby, I hope you get fucking divorced. 
Yeah. And uh, and it's a real like and it's a real like family court drama situation. <laughs> I hope you're. I hope like you're. You become mm. one of those guys who posts on Facebook about fathers' rights very soon. Go to hell, Bobby. You never know. It'll be about the dog. Who knows? Uh, I I, w- I would like to say there is, to go back to the potato salad pick. Um, you're like you know what I really like to eat is uh cold potatoes. Yeah, well, all right, because I because I wanted I wanted some sort of potato dish there, and I think it would be sort of uh, I think it would be sort of bullshit if I were like yeah uh, like potato casserole or something. To me, like for the most part, uh, cookouts are meat and cold sides. I agree, which is pretty much what I picked, apart from corn on the cob and pizza. That doesn't count. All right, with my fifth pick, mozzarella sticks. <laughs> Dude, I was gonna say we should do uh, we should do uh, movie theater foods. Yeah, that was my other suggestion. And when I went to Wonder Woman like a week or two ago, I uh, I got mozzarella sticks. Okay. It was awesome. They were yeah. great. Yeah, I bang mean... For, bang for your buck. You feel disgusting afterwards. You do. Everyone yeah, wins. You do. Um, you, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really eat at movie theaters. I don't know if we've talked about that before. Like, I, I, typically, I typically don't either. It was like I went... It was a... I, uh, no, I take that back. It was a Friday. I was off. And I went to like a show at like noon or something and hadn't eaten before. And goddamn Wonder Woman's like three hours long. No and, and kidding. I, and I knew it going in. So I was like, I need to eat something like that isn't, you know, candy or something or whatever. So I got mozzarella sticks. I got to say, man, I think I might be onto something here. Yep. Yeah, mozzarella sticks are very good. Uh, Fifth pick. Yeah, you're up. Fifth pick. Popsicles. Popsicles? Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to win. Yeah, I mean, that's true, but not because you did better in this draft. You got your ass handed to you. But people are going to be like, "Uh, I actually know exactly what Oreo dirt is. Uh, yeah, this has nothing not, to do. Like this has nothing thing. to do with I like Sean better than Ryan. <laughs> that's uh, that's Oreo dirt is a man. real thing. I've definitely heard of it, and uh, it's the best thing I've ever eaten. You're thinking wrong here, dude. Well, yeah, because the other thing with this whole Oreo dirt thing, finally, Sean admits, oh, crushed up Oreos are good. I picked after, them after last week, poo-pooing crushed up foods. I picked right. crushed Oreos. No, you didn't. Yes, that I was did. Somebody else. What? That was somebody. Somebody besides you and me picked them. Make your next pick. I don't have to do anymore. I did five. Oh. All right. Well, there it is. I will win again. Again, doesn't have anything to do with quality. This is not a meritocracy that we're dealing with. We're dealing the with some, people love popsicles. Some, some real anti-Lambert bias here. Do fake, I like popsicles? I don't think it matters. This is fake news all over again. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this after the fact. It's not that interesting. Go ahead. Oh, uh, questions? Sounds like a I lot guess, of your stories. Yeah. Uh, yep. Questions... Let's see here. Uh, Jake at Rogepi asks, uh, if you can go back in time to warn yourself of a past event, what would it be? 
to warrant just so I could like be mentally prepared. It, you for know it. what? I guess you can interpret it. I just read you what the tweet was. I guess you can interpret that however yeah. you like. I'm going to say that, uh, okay, I, I think the way we should answer this is that you can't change it. You just need to prepare yourself. Yeah, so... Just so you can emotionally prepare for it. Mm-hmm. So the obvious, the obvious for you. Mm, I was okay with 9-11. <laughs> I handled okay. it well. Yeah, no, I definitely did. Uh, I, like, the obvious answer is... is the Trump election. Yeah, it's a big one. Um, that was a real bummer. What else? I'm trying to think of something that isn't like insanely personal. Yeah. Because I don't want to talk about that. No, no, no. Uh, let, I'll go real quickly. Uh, this is what I would tell my younger self is uh, don't pick green beans. <laughs> I would tell myself not to do this podcast. Yeah, that was a fucking huge mistake on both our parts. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it almost has to be the the Trump the Trump presidency. But that's a that's a good question because it's, it's something that like I just I'm trying to think of stuff that I reacted like <laughs> that like really had like uh, that I reacted badly to physically and mentally. Just like general. General breakup stuff, like the first, the I, I wish I could go back. Like the first time a girl really, really crushes you. I, I wish, I wish I could tell myself to just be cooler about that and be less of a baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, other other stuff in life. Uh, I would. It's not like one specific event, but like maybe I'd tell myself to like, I don't know. Not uh, not make dumb mistakes about like what I wanted my major because I changed my major twice in college, mm-hmm. and it, it, I feel like my life would have been a lot easier if I had just been like, "Hey, buddy, you just want to be a writer. Like, you don't mm-hmm. have to you don't have to overthink this," which is exactly what I did. Yeah, but that that would lead to like an actual yeah. I I, I guess that's I guess that's a fair pick. I don't know. Like I, I was so miserable in Charlotte for a while. I, I could, I would, I could definitely afford to tell myself, like, yeah, don't, don't worry, it'll, it'll be okay. Because it, it usually will be, unless it's not. <laughs> Which often it isn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, all everything, right. Everything does not work out in the end. Yeah, that's like a really good life lesson to to teach everybody. But, but sometimes you think it won't, and it actually does. What, what I think, Sean, is sometimes. Uh, you just might find you get what you need, even <laughs> even if you can't always get what you want. Uh, like, I said, like I said, don't do this podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry for quoting the Beatles to you. Um, Nettie Ball Game at the Ned Bellavo asks, "What's the uh, longest you've ever driven for a show, concert, game, etc.?" Mm-hmm. Specifically. I drove from Charlotte to Pittsburgh to watch Game Seven of the 2009 Stanley Cup Finals at my friend's house. Yeah, that's a that's a not great uh, use of your time, I would say. I, but like, I, I was I, I was due to go home anyways. 
It wasn't just like I. It wasn't like I watched and turned around. Right. I went uh, to the super. I went to the Super Bowl when I was in college, and we drove to we drove from Pittsburgh to Detroit, and then drove back that same day. Wow. Moronic. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we we had we we had access to tickets, so we just figured like, yeah, why not? Oh sure. Yeah, I mean, you're going to the Super Bowl. Like, I get it, but. That, oh uh, oh god! I this might be it actually. I I drove from Pittsburgh to Philadelphia to see Japan Droids, in whenever that was February. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a hike. And then, uh, came, and then came back the next day because I did work the outdoor, stupid outdoor game at Heinz Field. Yeah, it was that was totally worth it, but it was a, not not a short trip. No, 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 no. What what is that drive wise? Like how many hours is that? It's like five. Ugh, brutal. Um, I didn't. My no, my friend Garrett did it. I, I didn't actually drive, so who cares? Yeah. Uh, when I was uh, unemployed, uh, there was one weekend where my friends and I drove from uh, drove from Boston to Pittsburgh to Baltimore to uh new york uh, just going to baseball games all weekend which was pretty cool but we drove boston to pittsburgh for uh a pirates game which was you shouldn't drive from boston to pittsburgh for any reason uh, having done it sean i'm going to agree with you it's awful my my sister went to boston university and i mean and me and my dad drove her up to move her at some point like it wasn't her freshman year it might have been her sophomore year and like at some point in, in Jersey, we were like, "What are what are we doing?" Or it was like, you know, we were like in Connecticut. And we're I was gonna like, say, if you were in New we? Jersey, you have much bigger problems. No, yeah, right. I don't, I'm not sure why I said that, but it, it was it was definitely in, in in Connecticut. We were like, "What what are we doing?" Yeah, here? it's that's a brutal drive. It's like ten hours. Plus, because like you can't, you're not on the turnpike really for any of it. Like you go, you know, north of the turnpike on whatever that is, and yep. ugh, it was. It's really, really terrible. Sean, shut up for a minute. I just remembered one. Me and Jesse Spector drove from New York City to Nashville, Tennessee. Oh God, I forgot about that. Yep, that's it. You get you. You guys win. Charlotte, Charlotte to Nashville was not as far. Fourteen hours. (laughs) Christ. Yeah, it was brutal. It was was a fun drive, uh, quite honestly. Jesse's a good guy to be stuck in a. He would be a good guy to be stuck in a car with if I if I knew who he was, which I don't. Correct. Never heard of him. Um, yep. You win. Ryan at Goodnice Ryan, who stole my Twitter name, uh, says you are tasked with creating the perfect trail mix. What do you put in yours? Peanut M and M's. Next question. Uh, it's not true. What do you mean? There's trail mix that's available from Trader Joe's, and it's it's uh, almonds, cashews, um, like uh, dried cherries, which I could do without. But there's and it's little tiny like whatever their brand of Reese's cups. It's like little tiny peanut butter cups. Yep, it's unbelievable. The important thing is to have something like that in there, some sort of peanut butter related thing. Yeah. And then well, if, I, I think you I think you missed my point. I just want a bag of peanut M&Ms. Oh, I, yeah. I don't like trail mix. Uh it's fine. 
That's definitely my favorite trail mix. Because, like, even the cherries, even the dried cherries serve a purpose because they're tart and, uh, yeah, it kind of cuts cuts on the sweetness of the of the of the little of the little peanut butter cups. Yeah. All right, Matt Harvin at Matt Hervin. Little confusing there, Matt. Uh, what is your preferred method of cooking and eating eggs? Hmm. Like what, what? I guess I guess what kind of eggs is good eggs to you? Uh, just like I, I like over medium eggs. Over hard for me. Or it's the, the right on the line between over medium and over hard because like sometimes you, I don't have it, like whatever. If you don't have bread to to deal with like a runny yolk, then kind of screwed a runny yolk sean is disgusting not true yeah i think it is i don't like i'm not talking about yeah i don't like over easy eggs all that no. much certainly not sunny side up but i i like a little bit of a like a little bit of squishiness mm. <laughs> i'm gonna pass uh kelly tuomi at kelly tuomi asks uh you wake up tomorrow as an 18 year old knowing what you know now and you are like a, a high level recruit in the oh, sport of your choice what, the time. what school do you go to and what sport do you play I would be a quarterback at an SEC school or a Pac-12 school and that is because of girls Mm-hmm. That is the best possible situation for an 18-year-old kid to be in is if you're like a high-level quarterback recruit uh, and you're at, you know, and you can just go to a like go to like a big state school like that and just run the world. Here here's what I would say about that though. Not Pressure? A, no, I was going to say I don't want to get knocked down by big fat guys. We've definitely talked about this before. I don't think so. I don't. I don't want to be a football player. I want to be a basketball player, at yeah, a, a, like a, a big school where it's really nice weather. I think. I think if push came came to shove, and I really, and someone's like, "Hey, you could be starting as a freshman at USC or Texas or something." Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think I could turn that down. Plus, but I, the other thing to think about is career opportunities after the fact. Football, <laughs> that that's a league that chews you up and spits you out. If you're an okay basketball player, you can be in the NBA forever. Or you could go and play... Uh, in Latvia. And yeah, go, or, or like, yeah, yeah go play Spain. in some... Not even, yeah, I was going to say yeah. that. Go, go play in the Spanish league. You're, you're, you're set. Hell yeah. So that's why I'm picking basketball. Uh, a guy... Uh, from Western PA a million a million years ago, or early 90s, um, went to, went to uh, UNC and played with, like, Jerry Stackhouse and Rasheed Wallace. His, mm-hmm. name is Dante, his name is Dante Calabria. He's a, a point guard on some of those teams. Good good player. Got drafted by the Bulls. Uh, was in training camp. You know, maybe was on their roster for a year or two. But went to, um, like, it washed out in... You know, obviously he's a, a a white kid with an Italian last name. Goes to Italy, played professionally in Italy for forever, 10 I'm years, sure, yeah. ten years or fifteen years or whatever it was, 
everything there's paid for his, his house is paid for his you know his he married a woman over there like it was that dude's life was unbelievable and and uh yeah i didn't have to didn't like you said didn't have to get crushed by fat guys you know for his 20s and 30s yep so yeah that that one seems real good to me yeah, but like, but like, I just to circle back. I I really don't think if someone was like, nope, you could start a quarterback for Texas as a freshman. I think I would have a trouble have trouble passing that up. You can start at point guard for Texas, USC. Mm-hmm. What pick, pick one? Yeah, yeah, you're you're in great shape as a freshman. Anyway, uh, I don't even like football. Man. I I don't think I could turn that down. Gnarly at I'm not Nick. Uh, asks, would you rather be able to only see one band of your choosing an infinite number of times, or as many bands as you want, but you can only see them one a pe- one time each? <laughs> I think I'd have to go with that. I'd have to go with with, with option B. Hmm. I feel like I and would. So it's like you're. So would you? You're overthinking this. I don't. I don't think I am. I feel like because it it's not you have to go see a band every night. So like, it's that you can only you can never see a different band live again. Right, I understand. Yeah, not 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 to I just I just feel like I would quickly realize that I don't like as many bands as I think I like. I think I've already realized that, but I don't know. I, but like, that's that's an easy choice of, for me. The, the idea of well, you can see the hold steady, you know once a week for the rest of your life i'm in baby let's go i'm, I'm worried i'm worried that for me I would, I would get i would get sick of it like the like the the novelty of it would would wear off and i don't ever want that to happen ever with with any band at all yeah so i'm fine seeing the whole steady like once every year or two years or whatever yeah i see them about twice a year on average probably yeah i mean yeah and, and it definitely I, it, has a level of specialness to it and and also you like you like rewatch stuff and you go back and right like you're you're more into that than I am. Mm, I don't think that's true. We we discussed it recently of like I've never like I can't remember the last show I like sat down and rewatched. I've never rewatched like Breaking Bad. Um, I've never rewatched uh, The Wire or Mad Men or any of these shows. So I, it's. It, Whatever. Excuse me. It's an it's an easy that's an easy choice for me. Well, another one you're wrong about. Uh, John Evans at JT Evans Zero asks, "What's a place you've always wanted to visit but haven't?" Hmm. Do you have a, do you have an answer at the ready for this? Mm. I mean, there's a bunch. I, of there's them, so right? many. Yeah. Right. So that. I guess the place that I would want to go to, like, the most, maybe, is uh, Australia. I was thinking that, too. Parts of Australia. No, all of it. I want to see every square <laughs> in foot. The middle, in the middle of Australia. Yeah, and just calling everybody mate. There's so much stuff that, that can kill you in Australia. Not that that shouldn't be that much of a concern. My... Um... My friends just went to Italy and came back. And I I've been cliche. to Italy. I'm not. I'm I know that's cliche. It. I know that's cliche, but I, I haven't. I haven't been. I'd, I'd like to do that. 
it's good. I went when I was like 14 and I realized it was good. So now as an adult, imagine how good I would think it is with like an appreciation for the arts and things as opposed to just being a dipshit 14-year-old who's like, this is fine, I guess. I, I think if someone said you could go wherever you want, that would probably... You know what? Actually, Hawaii. I really want to go to Hawaii. Yeah. My that might be number one. There, so. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm jealous of her and you. Well, I get that a lot. Uh, yeah, it's Hawaii. Sure. Cause I, uh, yeah. If I, like, if someone, like, you have a week to kill and you can spend it as you wish, I think I would probably pick that. Mm-hmm. All right, last question here, and then we're completely out of questions. Uh, Sarah Barnett, SB Nation, hey. asks, in an effort to help you both redeem yourselves after your <laughs> bad draft picks last week, what is your ideal go-to ice cream creation? Oh, God. Remember, we're redeeming ourselves. Oh, boy. Go to, not just some weird thing. Yeah, like, this is what you get. A chocolate milkshake made of vanilla ice cream and chocolate syrup, rather than just chocolate ice cream. Huh. What makes that... So much better. What makes it... Why, though? I don't have a great answer for that, Ryan. It just tastes better. Okay. All right. I mean, think. I think it's a combo. It's sort of like it's like if someone melted a twist cone and you drank it. Mmm, that's what I like to hear. That's really good. Uh. I gotta. I gotta keep it simple. But like, other than that, like as far as like ice cream cones are concerned, just something that has like peanut butter in it. Yeah. But. But yeah, if, if if it was like if it was like. You can only have one ice cream thing for the rest of your life. I would definitely pick the pick the chocolate milkshake with vanilla ice cream. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, I think I would go. You can't get it everywhere because a lot of places do like peanut butter cup ice cream very differently. But what I like is vanilla ice cream with peanut butter cups in it. On yeah. on like one of those. Uh, Sugar cones, you know what I mean? Like the really conical ones. The dense, the dense small. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, with, with, I like those too. With chocolate sprinkles on it. That's also very great. Yeah, the, that that's what I think. Like, again, if I could only have one ice cream thing for the rest of my life, I think that would be it. Like mm-hmm. peanut butter ice cream, like peanut butter flavored ice cream with peanut butter cups in it. Obviously, I, no. Good. But I, I would rather good. have I would rather have what you're talking about yeah. hundred times out of hundred. Absolutely. 100. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. See, we're we're back on each other's side on the ice cream thing. Yeah, I it wasn't going to last forever. Sean, I don't know. Speaking of uh, chocolate shakes, have you, in your travels in New England, uh, ever been to a Friendlies? I've been to a Friendlies, but uh, not. They had those here for a while. Oh, did they really? I thought it was a New England-only thing. Uh, but anyway, uh, no. there is a there is a type of milkshake that you can get at, at Friendly's called a Fribble. Hmm. And I don't know what they do to make it different from a regular milkshake, but it's the best milkshake you'll ever have in your life. It's super thick, I think, is probably what it is. 
Um, but it's so good. Fribbles rule. And Friddles. No, Fribbles. Fribbles. Yeah. Uh, and you can get them literally any flavor they have there. You can get one made of that. Because fr- Friendlies have like a full menu, don't they? They do. Yeah, okay. I've, I've, def- I've definitely been to one. There's There's one in Altoona, PA, baby. Where's that in relation to you? A little too far away. Yes. Right right when you're getting into the really, really shitty part of Pennsylvania. So the Pennsylvania border got him. (laughs) It's 10 feet from where I am right now, yes. Um, Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's really, really good to get a fribble next time you are in Altoona or... I guess New England, uh, you you should definitely hit that up because it's it's great. I'd like to thank our sponsor this episode, Friendly. I, so I wish they were my sponsor. You know what else is really good from there? The watermelon sherbet, unbelievable. Tune in next week when Ryan just goes through the Friendly's menu and talks about each item individually. Here's the thing: I I've never actually eaten in a Friendly's as far as I can remember, but all their ice cream products are. Phenomenal. Friendlies, give me a call. Let's make this work. We're easy to find. That's right. That's been it. I think that's it, right? We're done? Yeah, we're good. All right. Thank you guys as always for listening. Uh, if you have a second, rate and review us. Please. Oh, yeah. And, I haven't even uh, looked at that in a really long time. Yeah, me, me neither. Probably should. Um, Either that or all the reviews are bad now because of how bad that draft last week was. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's like, these two morons have the worst podcast of all time. Yeah, some some dude took a picture of his ass and then sent it to me and had an arrow pointing to it that said, you're a draft. It was terrible. <laughs> Is that true? No. I w- Here's the thing. I wouldn't put it past. I, pe- people were pissed. They were. But- we're we're back on track. We'll probably probably be back next week too. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think I, I think we're back uh, back where we need to be. Yeah, so, we'll try to th- figure it out. Yep. Thank you guys. Later, idiots. <laughs>